Hey, Cracked fans. We are so excited to be welcoming our friends at Turna back to this show as a supporting sponsor moving forward. Now, of course, all of you tennis fans know Turna Tennis for their world-famous Turna grip, that iconic purple-colored grip you see on the rackets of so many different professional tennis players. But did you also know that they make the tackiest grip in the world? That's right, folks, the brand-new Turna Tennis Mega Tack Grip. It's the tackiest grip on the market. It starts tacky and, simply put, stays Stays tacky longer than any other grip you'll find out there. And if you tell your opponent, what do I use on my racket? I use the Mega Tack. You're going to be attacking with that Mega Tack from start to finish. If you've seen anything we do at Cracked Rackets, you know I'm a hairy guy. As you can imagine, I sweat when I play. The only grip that works for me is the Turn of Tennis grip. Of course, the Mega Tack taking things to the next level. How can you get yourself hooked up with a Turn of Grip today? It's simple. You're going to either find it wherever you buy your tennis goods. Or you can email them directly by emailing sales at uniquesports.com. That's sales at uniquesports.com. You mentioned Crack Rackets sent you in the email. We would greatly appreciate that as they let them know that we sent you there. But more importantly, you'll get a free sample and they'll treat you as family moving forward. Again, you email sales at uniquesports.com. You mentioned Crack Rackets. You get the free sample. You get hooked up with our friends at Turner. Once you use a Turner Grip, you're never going to turn anywhere else. Of course, again, ask them about about the mega tack, the tackiest grip on the market. Contact sales at uniquesports.com and get started with our friends at Turn to Tennis today. Hello, welcome to this weird addendum to the, to the 83rd episode of the Challenger 2 podcast where we decided to meet a bit later to talk about the US Open qualifying draw and as usual uh, do it in the way where we're just going to go section by section and try to predict the qualifiers. Obviously it's a competition between us, a pretty friendly competition but it could get could get spicy when uh, <laughs> I mean yeah it's important but you know you know you know yeah so last time out Wimbledon uh, I won seven to five uh, I've I've won the last two of these little uh, slam qualifiers that we've done, you you won. Uh, I think you did. Uh, you you definitely won the, won the Australian Open, and then I think last year you won both of. The I won Wimbledon, but we didn't do the US Open because the draw always yeah. comes out on Monday, and yeah, and this time we figured out a way to to do it another uh, another in another manner. So yeah, so we're meeting in this uh, separate episode of the show. Yeah, so, yeah. Just, just for all, mm-hmm. what, what did you think of this draw? Like, how do you, how do you feel about it? I feel like there are some very exciting <sighs> first draw matches here. Oh yeah, and I feel like the a lot of good hardcore players are stuck in the same section sections, while yeah, there are too. many where you could literally justify any single pick. And I think mm-hmm. perhaps like one one conclusion that I sort of have is maybe we're seeing the effects of how uh, challengers are filled with clay events now, because there's yeah. really a lot of sections where uh, I don't know, seven six six seven guys are clay quarters, and this makes uh, the predicting these a little tougher. Yeah, and with that, let's get started. Section one, we have Constant Lestien, the top seed, playing Andrea Vavasori. Uh, the winner of that plays Jeffrey Buckner or Oliver Crawford. Then we have the 23rd seed, Jan Lennar Struth, playing Bradley Klan. Winner of that facing Enzo Quaco or Mateus Puccinelli da Almeida. Uh, yeah, what have you got for here? 
yeah i think that the, the the one that stands out when you when you look at this section is of course lestien with his 19 and 2 win loss record in his last five events but i'm actually going with jan lennart struff my reasoning basically is that struff has a buy in the opening round against platnikan i think quako is fairly dangerous uh, but I just don't trust Lestien's fitness in back-to-back -back weeks. I know he had this Pozoblanco Segovia run, but uh, in the final against Grenier and also in the in a couple of matches earlier that week, he was dead. Uh, oh. He also had this Malaga Porto uh, occurrence when he won one and then retired in the first round of the next event. So I just don't think. Uh, yeah, I I think Struff is good enough to capitalize on this. I'm not sure if uh, Lestien's first two opponents are, but I think that maybe the Frenchman doesn't get to the... Like, like, I think if he gets to the third round, he will be fairly fatigued by this point. And I think if he faces someone in the class of Jelenard Struff, then he might be in trouble. So uh, yeah, going with Struff here. That's very interesting to me. Um, I'm definitely going with Lestien on current form. Obviously, I understand what you're saying about the fatigue. Um, but I really, yeah, I, I don't see it as, as that much of an issue. I think Mamasori might be tricky in that first round, but I'm not especially worried about the second round. Struff will be tough, but he's been also sort of, you know, up and down throughout the summer. Uh, so that's the end. In current form, I'm definitely going for him, yeah. Good, yeah, and in the in the, in the second section, we've got Daniel Elahi Galan as the second seed. Uh, he's playing Luciano Darderi and then either Max Purcell or Nikola Milojevic. And the other seed in that section is Ryan Peniston, who hasn't played since Wimbledon, by the way. And Peniston is playing Matteo Arnaldi. And then one of them will face Michael Moe or Gilles Simon. And what's your what's your take on this? Yeah, so this is one of those weird ones where I was really not sure what to go with. And I ended up going with something that I'm... <sighs> I really don't like it, but I'm going with Joel Simon here. It's, you know, he's finishing his career. We just saw him play some decent tennis last week, uh, beating Blanche and Vesely. And the opposition that he has in this section, Mo Peniston or Arnaldi or, or Max Purcell in, in that final round, I feel like he might just make it through to that main draw here. Interesting. Definitely not someone I was thinking about, but I do agree that that section Mo Simon, Marnaldi, Peniston, there's a lot of potential there for for someone, even someone we don't expect to get to qualies round three. <laughs> I am going with Galan. Uh, I mean, his hardcore pedigree isn't great, but with the serve, with the forehand, I think he can. I mean, he, he's got the weapons. Um, I'm not sure if I trust him like to, to capitalize on a good draw because he's failed to do that on multiple occasions this year. Uh, but I just feel like this is such an even section that, yeah, Gallon can easily do it. Mo Simon is actually a pretty good first round, which I initially initially didn't even like look at. I just glanced at... I, gu I guess it comes from the fact that both guys have been pretty unimpressive recently. My pick is Galan, but I don't have much confidence in it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we go to section three, where we have Henri Laksonen playing Pedro Souza, when it then plays Paul Job or Antoine Bellier. Uh, then we have Facundo Mena playing Alexander Shevchenko, and the winner facing Gaius Brauer or Castao Eliash. Who have you gone for here? 
I am going with um, pole job. And this is one of the sections where I had li very little idea what to do. I mean, like Sonnen is in poor, poor form. So Pedro Sousa has never been a good hard quarter. Antoine Bellier, it's an option. Brouwer is an option, of course. Shevchenko, I think, is still a little bit too clay-oriented, even though he had some <laughs> decent hardcore results. Uh, and I'm just going with Paul Jab, who seems like the safest sort of option in that I probably know what I will what I get from him. But at the same time, he lost that much to Govind Nanda recently, and that's uh, that kind of messed with my head. But I am going with Paul Jab again, a pretty even section where I have no confidence in my pick. Yeah, I've decided to go with Guys Brower. Um, mostly just on the back of that oh, uh, Chicago uh, beat O'Connor. Oh. Important note: we do uh, we do need to learn the pronunciation, which was like yes, uh, Brower, I think something like that. So I think Brower oh. was correct, but I, I think the name was like yes or something like this. I talked about it on the uh, single episode that I. Um, that I made. Well, I'm going with 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 Mr. Uh, Brower, uh, <laughs> the Dutchman. Uh, the Dutchman. As, as said, off, off of that, off of that semi-final went to Chicago. I was I was quite impressed with the wins. Uh, and yeah, as for a section here, Eliash Shevchenko. I'm 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 not sure what he's going to bring here. He has potential for sure. <clears throat> Mena, it's not altitude clay, so I sort of just discount him right away. <laughs> like he has a decent chance of. He's a pretty nice draw to get to the final qualifying round and then take it from there all the way to the main draw. Yeah. And then the next one is Camilo Gocarabelli is the fourth seed playing Altuk Celik Bilek. Uh, then one of them will face Antoine Escoffier or Jesper de Jong. And the other seed in that section is Federico Delbonis playing Shombor Pirosh. And one of them will face Ernesto Escobedo or Ethan Queen. Another very wild section. Who are you going for? Yeah, I don't really like any of my options here. Um, oh God, I, I picked him, but now I just checked his form and he's just been so bad recently. But, oh well, I've, I've written him down now. I'm going with him. I'm going with Escobedo. Uh, let's go. Um, yeah, he has he has sucked recently, but obviously US Hardcourts is, is something that he knows. Piroz uh, lost pretty easy to Kepfer. Dalbonis, I think, had like a, like an early round loss. Uh, last week as well, so I feel like he could make it to the final qualifying round. But yeah, I feel like literally almost anybody could make it out of this one. I agree, and our picks are gonna clash in the opening round because I'm picking 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 Eden Queen. I honestly haven't seen him that much. He's pretty fast from the baseline, like he's pretty pretty fast around the court, plays uh, fairly deep into the court. Uh, like in terms of his position, I I think there's some potential there. He came very close to getting a major wild card as he finished runner up at Kalamazoo. Uh, big rise this year through the IDFs. Uh, I have no clue, honestly. In this section, this is uh, this is one of these where you can just justify every single pick. Well, maybe not every single pick. Like if if you were. Going to pick Hugo Carabelli, I'd probably be a bit surprised. Maybe Terponis as well. I actually think that the seeds might be the weakest players in that in that section. Mm -hmm. So yeah, anything can happen. And I'm going with Ethan Queen. All right. Uh, now we have section five. Juan Pablo Varias being the fifth seed playing Gregor Barrer. 
when they're facing Santiago Faro Rodriguez de Taverna or Christopher Eubanks. Then we have Juan Pablo Ficovic playing Matsumarang, and then Dominic Kepfer or Raul Brancaccio. Who have you gone for here? I'm going with Eubanks. I think he's uh, a pretty easy pick. I feel a lot of people would go for this, although it's not like he's set in stone or anything. Um, there are a couple of guys who could who could do something to him. Varias Barrer is a pretty interesting first round, and both of these guys can actually play on hard courts, I think, especially compared to what, uh, what you usually think of them like as, uh, as hard court players. I mean, not Barrer, but Varias, of course. Uh, I don't think Rodriguez Taverna is a pushover either, but but yeah, I think Eubanks just purely on on his or, or in terms of his hardcore level, he's so much better than the rest of the, he, these guys here to me. Uh, yeah, for me, it basically came down to Eubanks and this other guy that I've actually picked, and I've gone for Dominic Kepfer, uh, obviously mm-hmm. famous for that uh, 2019 run to the fourth round out of qualifying. Uh, on the US hardcore, he's been sort of uh good but not great uh like like he's he's you know made quarterfinals in indianapolis uh got some wins over uh sun wukwon or or pirosh last week um enzo kako he also beat so he's been sort of solid decent uh i i like the draw for him in the first two rounds for sure and i i feel like he has a decent chance against whoever comes out of that of that uh top half of this small section here yep and the sixth seed in the qualifying is Roman Safiuli, who's going to play Flavio Cobolli. One of them will face Ramkumar Ramanathan or the or this year's Australian Open champion, uh, Bruno Kuzuhara, junior champion, of course. And then the other seed in that section is the recent Kozerki winner, Tomas, Tomas Mahaj, uh, playing Zdenek Kolasz in an all-check matchup. And Gerald Melzer plays Josep Kovalik. A Slovakian player here in this section, but I suppose you're not picking him. Uh, no, I'm I'm not picking I'm not picking Kovalik here. No, I'm not insane. Uh, I, this is one of my one of, one of the sections that I like better. Uh, it's it's it's, a, it's a more my favorites. Uh, quite interesting. I've gone for the chalk though. I'm going with Roman Safiulin. Uh, uh, obviously, what he showed in Chicago, it was sort of up and down when it came to the level. Uh, but the the level should be good enough to take him out of this section. Mahach obviously in good form, but he has so little time to get over there and prepare. Uh, after, after winning the title last week, and yeah, Safiulin is the is the obvious pick for me. Here. Yeah, I'm doing the same. I mean, Safiulin is inconsistent, as you said. You you don't really know what you're going to get, but in the first two rounds, it you know, the first two rounds are easy. And I probably would have gone Mahaj honestly if it wasn't for the very short turnaround from 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 Kozerki. Uh, if we get this third round. Because you said that this section was very interesting to you. Honestly, it's very interesting to me if we get Safiulin Mahaj in the third round. Mm-hmm. Other than that, yeah. But still, yeah, I'm also picking Safiulin. Just really good form. And I don't know if Mahaj is going to be all right physically. If not, if he's not going to be jet lagged. Yeah, over in the seventh section, we have Nuno Borges playing Alex Ribakov, whether facing Gobi Nanda or Andrea Arnaboldi. Uh, and then we have Elias Imer playing Daniel Masur, winner facing Francesco Maestrelli or Manuel Kinard. Who do you like here? I went with Nuno Borges. I think he has a fantastic draw to the third round. Rybakov could be potentially troubling, but Nandar Napoldi. I don't know if I see him struggling against these guys. It's probably going to be Nanda. 
in the second round. And uh, well, Nuno has been excellent at Grand Slam qualifying. He made it through at Ron Garros. Did he make it through at uh, Wimbledon? I mean, he was for sure in the third round at least. Um, I, I, I don't think he qualified. Yeah, but I think he 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 made. No, the... he, yeah, he, he lost to Purcell and got yeah. him as a like. He made the third round uh, and 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 made made it in as a lucky loser. So his early days in the in Grand Slam qualifying have been have been very good, and I think he might do that again simply because his draw is so good. Yeah, I've gone for a bit of a weird one here. I'm going with Gomint Nanda. Uh, I I like the first round here for, for him, obviously because Anna Baldi. Um, Borges, I don't I don't trust him as much as you do, so I feel like. You know he, he he has a chance there, Nanda. It's it's one of the picks that I'm less convinced about, but I'm going with him nonetheless. Coming Nanda for me. Yep, and the eighth eighth seed in the uh, the eighth seed in this draw is Facundo Bagnis, who is playing Tunglin Wu. Then one of them will play Kaichi Uchida. I'm not even going to say Kaichi Uchida or Dudisela <laughs> because one of them will play Kaichi Uchida. <laughs> and then the twenty sixth twenty sixth seed is Vasek Pospisil. Who's playing Sumit Nagal, and then Andreas Seppi or Filip Horanski. Another section with a Slovakian, but I suppose that again you're not picking him. No, no, I'm obviously going with Vasek Pospisil here. Uh, it's definitely the the best pick out of this section. Seppi is, is, I think, it's one season too many for him at this point. Uh, he's he's been sort of struggling. Uh, Shots sure fired. Shots fired. Wow. <laughs> He he has had a tough time. He's what what is he? Twelve and sixteen on the season. It's it's not been great. Uh, Pospisil just coming off of that uh, semi in in Vancouver where where he looked he looked decent. Uh, yeah, has has to be Pospisil for me. Yeah, I went with Pospisil too. Mostly on the back of that semi in Vancouver. I think Sumit Nagal has been playing some pretty good tennis recently. He's done well at the U.S. Open before. Obviously, that famous match against Federer at night. Uh, when it was very humid, and um, well, I am a bit afraid of Nagal, but I'm not afraid of Seppi and Horansky, and I think Pospisil, if he wins the first two rounds and is in good health, then he's a better player than either Wu or Uchida, whom I also considered. I think I considered Wu more than more than Uchida, but yeah, it had to be Pospisil for me as well. Yeah, here's a section that I sort of love. It's, it's pretty interesting to yeah. me. Uh, we have Radu Albot playing Yuki Bambri, who's been sort of uh, p- been playing quite sparingly uh, when it came to singles. Um, but we we get him here against Radu Albot. The winner plays Zizou Bergs or Renzo Olivo. Then we have a very interesting match. We have Zhijian Zhang playing Malcolm Trukeiti. Uh, uh, Zhang, you know, he's been an absolute force this summer. Uh, went to the final in Kazerki Trukeiti in good form, coming off of a final as well. And he's the, he's just wily veteran that we get on the in the slam qualifying and the winner of that gets to play Gemma Comoroni or Andrea Cuiarini. Uh yeah who have you gone for here in this section as you said this is one of the most interesting ones for sure I think there are a couple of really talented players here in Zizou and Zhijian Zhang uh, I think Trunheliti of course as we I think we talked about it on the on this week's episode that you cannot really underestimate him in Grand Slam qualifying but I think in this weird section, there might actually be like a very easy answer in that the most solid player will prevail. And I'm going with Radu Albot. Bergs just isn't in 
good enough form recently, I think, to, to tackle Albot, although he certainly has, well, certainly maybe not, but I think he might have the higher upside. Zhang is the best player here, like at, at the moment, that's for sure. But again, short turnaround from turnaround from Kozerki, and I definitely don't enjoy that round one against Trunheliti. So I'm going to Frado Albot. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I've. I've also picked Frado Albot. I was sort of considering whether or not to last minute switch to to Zhijian Zhang, just because I feel like that would be such a great pick. Uh, it is a tight turnaround, but you know, he, 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 if anybody could do it, he could uh, in his current form. Uh, but no, that Albot is also my pick for this section. Yeah, and the tenth section, uh, the tenth seed is Franco Agamenone, who's playing Francisco Comesania. Must be Comesania's uh, Grand Slam qualifying debut against Roberto Marcora uh, or Genaro Alberto Olivieri. Uh, and then the other seed in that section is Alexander Vukic, who hasn't played since the French Open, playing Zakaris Faida. Or uh, and then one of them will face Alexander Richard or even Furness. Who are you going for here? Uh, yeah, I'm going with Zachary Svaida here. Um, he he in 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 Chicago. Um, he sort of had a tough draw in qualifying, lost to Kwako, got in as a lucky loser, beat McHugh, beat Escobedo, uh, played Safiulin quite tight. Vukic, uh, I think he might just be coming here to pick up a check. I'm not really sure, uh, since he hasn't played in in so long. Uh, and Richard, uh, Richard and, and Furness, uh, I don't think that either of them is in great form right now on the hard court. So Svaida it is for me. Yeah. Yeah, I was considering Richard for sure with with the serve he has, with the power. Vukic would usually be my pick, like ninety five percent of the time. But yeah, he hasn't played since the French Open, so my confidence there is is not high. And I just went with Franco Agamemnon—a a pretty similar thing, really, to the section where I picked Albot. I just think he's solid enough, and even on hard courts, which he showed at the beginning of the season, that he can get through this. I mean, the first two rounds, honestly, maybe Comesania will show something on hard courts, but uh, yeah, the first two rounds are among the easiest you could get, really as a pretty decent hardcore player compared to Olivieri and Marcora. I mean, Marcora used to be a very good hardcore player, of course, but, you know, he, he retired. He's, he's back for a few events and, and, I don't know, just doesn't seem to me like he can hit through Agamemnon. So I'm going with Agamemnon here, and I think it's like the, uh, the easy way out. Yeah, and when we go to section 11, which I think is a pretty interesting one, Yeah, we have Corentin Mote playing Nino Sedaroksic. Uh, the winner playing Filip Misolic or Martin Dam. Uh, then we have Richard Asberankis playing Wu Yibing, uh, who's been gone since he won the Indianapolis crazy final against Kovacevic. Uh, but first round here against Berankis is very exciting. The winner plays Travalia or Hertz. Uh, yeah, who are you going for here? I think I'm going to go with Yibing Wu. Uh, just ride that hype train. I don't, I don't really care. I, I don't know if he's even the favorite for me against Perankis. It's just such a cracking first round matchup. Uh, then I think whoever whoever wins that one then has a very good chance to qualify. Perhaps Mute can be dangerous. I think Martin Dam isn't quite there yet. Like the control over that big lefty game isn't there. Um, so yeah, it, it, I think it really boils. It comes down to the Wu against Berankis matchup, and it's in such cases I'm. 
well, <laughs> known as a stretch, but I mean, in such cases, I usually take someone else just because I don't want to pick out of these guys. But honestly, Ibn Wu is such a good story that I just want to pick him, you know, just for fun. Yeah, I'm also going with the, with the Ibn Wu. Uh, obviously, I think we both expected him to play at least one more event between Indianapolis and US Open qualifying. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, he, he is just so, so good. It's very tough to pick against him. Obviously, Berankis has all the experience. He has, you know, the decent form, I think. Uh, but yeah, I, I have to go with, with Ibn Wu here. Yeah, and the uh, 12th seed is Pavel Kotov playing Felipe Maligani Riga Shalvash or Felipe Maligani Alvash as he's, as, he, as he's here, uh, <laughs> as he's here in this section. Um, then one of them will face Sebastian Ofner or Yannick Hanfman. And the other seed in that section is Fernando Verdasco playing Gianluca Mager. One of them faces Nicolas Kiker or Mikhail Kukushkin. Who are you going for? I am going for the 38-year-old Fernando Vedasco. Let's go. Uh, um, I, I was pretty impressed with him in, in Vancouver, to be honest. Uh, beat Fikovic, beat Galarno in three sets. Took a set of uh, Lestien, although almost everybody took a, took a set of Lestien last week. Uh, but yeah, I, I really like the draw for him. Uh, Maggit in the first round, it's, it's a good draw, I think. Kukushkin, I wasn't convinced by recently. Kiket is also quite easy on, on hard courts. Uh, yeah, am I worried about the final qualifying round? Of course, although Ofner's uh, uh, form was uh, not great last week for Kotov. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not sure what what, what Kotov is going is going to look like on the on the hard court. So Vedasco, let's go with it. Yeah, and actually, you don't have to convince me because I'm also picking Vedasco. Uh -huh. I mean. With him be playing Mager and then facing Kikar or Kukushkin, I really think he should get to round three with this. Like just based on how solid he's looked in recent weeks. I don't know if he can beat Kotov, Ofner or Hanfman. I have no clue. But at the same time, I've got no idea whether it will be Kotov, Ofner or Hanfman in that final round. So uh, it was a very natural pick for me to, to go for Dasko just because I feel very confident that he will be in the in the final round. Um, ah, yeah, now you're done. Yeah, turn. here we go. Section 13 Norbert Gombos plays Jake Clark in the first round, winner then facing Andrea Pellegrino or Dmitry Popko. Uh, then we have Ugo Grenier playing Giulio Sapieri, and then Mark Pomans playing Francesco Passaro. Who have you gone for here? Yeah, this is a section where you might finally pick someone from your country. Actually, I'm pretty sad there are no polls in the qualifying. Then I, I kind of do these hero calls, although in this case, it's not even a, a hero call. Uh, but I am going to go with something weird. For some reason, I never beat Gombosh. I have no clue why. I mean, I, I, I guess I just don't trust, you know. The, I, obviously, he has potential in just pure ball striking, but I just don't trust him as a match player, of course even though the section is very nice for him. And I went with Francesco Passaro, whom I have never even seen play on hard courts. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like with the serve, with the big weapons that he has, he should translate pretty well. Uh, Holmans, Grenier, Gombosch, that's a very tough qualifying ground. Uh, I mean, qualifying route, I guess I can say. I won't say path. Um, whether this is smart, I don't think so. Honestly, don't no, I'm not sure at this point what I did, but why not? I mean, I have to have a weird peak in there somewhere. 
Yeah, for, for this section, my mind was saying Grenier. Uh, he's he's a very decent hardcore player, but my heart said Gombos, and I have to go with my heart here. I don't have a choice. Um, Gombos has he played on hardcore recently? No, he hasn't played since Liberets, uh on clay. Uh, he is, however, a very decent tennis player uh, on hard courts or on clay. I like the draw for him here with Clark and then Popko probably or, or Pellegrino even. Um, yeah, yeah, Gombos. I, I feel like he is enough of a veteran at this point where even without the best preparation or the best form, I feel like I can sort of trust him a little bit to, to have a decent result in these slam qualifiers. Sorry, I uh, turned my mind off for a moment because obviously, again, someone oh. saw some no notifications on Twitter as usual. And you picked Gombos, right? Or Gombos, yes. Yeah, of Gombos. course. Uh, yeah, I, I remembered you talking about uh, how your mind was telling you to pick Grenier about Gombos, but then I, yeah, then, then I lost yeah. it. And yeah, sorry. Anyhow. It is Gombos all the way, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's a very reasonable pick. I actually don't know why I, why I didn't do that. Anyhow, <laughs> 14th seed is Emilio Gomes uh, playing uh, Mitchell Kruger. One of them will face Alexander Miller or Brandon Holt. And then the other seed in that section is Liam Brody, who's going to play Marfi Casson here with a qualifying wildcard. Pretty interesting. And one of them will face Dimitar Kuzmanov or Luca Nardi. Who are you going for? Uh, I feel like I have to go with, with Emilio Gomez here. Uh, he showed some great form earlier on the on the North American hardcores, obviously Winnipeg title, Lexington final. Um, the draw here, Kruger has been out of form. Muller has been pretty strong this season, but mostly on, on clay courts. Uh, so yeah, I, I feel good picking Gomez here. Yeah, and I went with the same. I think that he just has pretty easy for the first couple of rounds. Nardi and Brody have been... Well, Nardi hasn't really been playing recently. Brody has been, but you know, the form wasn't great. So there's just enough uncertainty uh, for me regarding Nardi and Brody right now that it makes me just want to go for the very solid Emilio Gomez, whom, you know, we know what we're going to get from him. Although Mitchell Kruger is not that easy of an opening round. I, I, I feel like I saw him have like a pretty bad loss recently, you know? Three and three to Safulin. Never mind. Yeah, I, 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 I guess I was thinking of the Safulin match. I, I feel like he was... He had a pretty decent run at more. Newport or, or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, he, he he went to the second round of Newport out of qualifying. Mm -hmm. um, beat Timo Reitoven. Uh But yeah, I, I was thinking of the Safiolin match where I wasn't very convinced by him. But yes, on we go. Section 15, Carlos Tabernet plays Thiago Agustin Tirante. Uh, winner gets to play Daniel Dutra da Silva or Maximilian Materer. Dominic Sticker is the other seed playing Borna Goyo. And then Jonas Foretek or Ricardo Bonardio. Who have you gone for here? Here, I am going with Dominic Stricker. Uh, before the draw came out, I was actually thinking that Stricker would probably flop in the qualifying. Just, just a feeling based on how inconsistent he usually is. You know, winning three matches is not really a given. But I decided to stick with uh, stick with Stricker here, mostly as if he beats Goyop, who is probably the second best player in that section, then I think he has a cakewalk routes to qualify. I mean, Marterer maybe, he used to have some pretty good hardcore results. Tirante isn't that bad on hard. 
but yeah, still, I just think Stricker and Stricker against Goyo is probably the match that will decide who qualifies here. Yeah, and I've also gone with Stricker here. Uh, I feel like he he is the the biggest favorite out of the section by far. But as you said, I could see him flopping, and I could see somebody weird coming out of here, like like Bonadio or Dutra da Silva, even. Oh, totally, just yeah, absolutely random uh, qualifier here. But yeah, I mean, if we're picking somebody, I have to go with Stricker. Yeah. All right, and the last section, we've got Nicolas Jari playing Facundo Diaz Costa, and then one of them will play Juan Bautista Torres or Bjorn Fratangelo. And in the la uh, you know, the, the bottom of that section, we've got Denis Novak playing Alexander Kovacevic in an absolutely stunning opening round. And one of them will face Dalibor Scina or Laurent Locoli. Who do you got? I am going with Kovacevic here. Uh, it's it's been sort of tough for him uh, since since the loss to Wu, uh, he he had then a very tight loss to to Yunsheng Shang in Lexington. He lost first round to Billy Harris in Chicago, but I feel like this is his moment uh, where, where where he can make it through here. All right, um, I considered Kovacevic, I considered Novak, but I just decided. Like this was uh, this was one of the instances that I was talking about with Uberankis and and the potential of going Mutator. There I didn't decide to do it, but here I actually did, and I just didn't want to pick out from Kovacevic Novak. That feels like a 50-50 ish matchup to me, maybe 55 Kova, but you know it's super close. I went with Nikolas Jari. He, as far as I remember, he played one. Hardcourt matchup this uh, hardcourt match this year, <laughs> which uh, makes my pick, you know, a little weird. But when he showed up on the tour in 2021, he had this couple of good weeks in Salinas, so I think he can still play well on hardcourts. And obviously, the serve is a force. I like the first two rounds for him a lot. I don't think these guys are big threats if he serves well. And yeah, I'm just counting on Jari. Uh, winning the first two rounds pretty easily and then playing Kovacevic or Novak and somehow winning. So, yeah, that's my pick. All right, there you have it. That's our picks for the qualifiers out of the US Open. Um, yeah, I, I feel like we, we didn't match that much. We started matching a little bit more towards the end uh, with, you know, Vetasco and, and Gomez. and Seven, seven uh, picks in yeah. common. That's quite a lot, actually. Is it, is it seven, actually? Yeah. Oh yeah. Never, never mind. Yeah. Well, the, the the first half, I feel like we only matched. Yeah. We started with the sixth, uh, sixth <laughs> section, then went with eighth, ninth, twelfth, uh, eleventh, twelfth, fourteenth, and fifteenth. Yeah. The only a few real uh, weird picks here. I think you went with Nanda, which is the the surprise for almost Bro, everyone. And I went with Queen and Passaro. Which uh, which also probably aren't going to be popular. Well, picks. Interesting, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I'm curious to watch Quinn though. I, I haven't watched I haven't watched Quinn yet, so I'm I'm curious to see. Yeah. Him for sure. That, does Fida qualify as a weird pick? Probably not, just because of how weird I, I, that section I, I, I don't is, really right? Decide as a weird one. I, I feel like probably Simon is weirder than, than oh, yeah. Spider. I, I'd agree. Because just because in that Spider Agamemnon section, you can literally just talk about every single player and. I'd say yeah, yeah, yeah sure. You, you've got a point. Uh, maybe if you if you went with Comesania, then then I probably wouldn't understand it. But even Marcora or Olivieri, I I could see someone coming up with an with an excuse to pick them. So 
yeah um and that's going to be it for today uh thanks for tuning into this additional uh additional show i guess i mean the uh, for over 30 minutes so it's it's a re it's really a proper episode sort of <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just gonna call it 83 and a half i think when i sent it to the <laughs> to the boys at track brackets um yeah and obviously we're going to be uh back next week discussing this uh the results of this competition but on the on the regular episode and yeah thanks for thanks for listening bye